You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Feel like you're at the top of your game and maybe you'd like to hang it up and retire in the next few years. Well, this is the podcast for you here with John Hicks. I'm Jennifer Perry. And remember, if you have a question for us, reach out to us anytime online at retirementsolutionradio.com. I'll tell you who wasn't at the top of their game this year. (laughs) (laughs) We have to go there already, already. Any of my basketball teams that Uh. I follow or our clients follow. They didn't have a great year this year. No, but Not congrats to Moorhead State for representing the See, state. <laughs> Moorhead State, there we go. I appreciate That's, I'm them. I'm locked in. I'm having them go all the way to the finals. Because right, because we use bias in this 100% Of course time. we do. Of course, of course we, we do. do. Of course we do. But you, you know who I, I know is not going to win this year, though, Jennifer? Uh, who's that? Duke. Duke. <laughs> it was the only and saving grace. I do grace. not care if you are a UK fan, a U of L fan, and anyone else fan. You just love it that Duke's <laughs> not going to win. It was interesting to see Coach K, even in the final few games of theirs, he still thought they were in the tournament. And then, of course, COVID mm. uprooted everything. But he also said during a news conference recently that really this is still the most fair tournament in college sports. That's why it's pure and it encompasses every part of our country. It's magnificent. It is still magnificent. I will say I've been watching some of the first round games because those are always, I think, the most fun watching to see who spoils the fun for everyone else. Absolutely. But uh, did you do any bracket challenges this year? You know, I have gotten a few out there. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I did it with a, a, a very shallow heart. Uh, <laughs> it was very difficult. I had it had no really bias was. to use. Yeah. And what I realized is, is there's so many teams that were typically perennial at the very top that are not this year. Now, listen, I like parity. I like it when everyone can compete. I think mm-hmm. that that's a wonderful situation for all of us. But for, as a fan... Man, that made it a little bit tougher. Yeah. But I got a few brackets out there. Okay. So I got the St. Bonaventure Bonnies, the Bonnies going all the way. Go Bonnies. No, I don't. I'm <laughs> totally kidding. That's, that's ridiculous <laughs> in every way. I hope they do it, by the way. I hope they prove me wrong. Yeah. That, that's impossible. Now, here's who I feel bad about. I feel real bad about my friend Chris Mack. Yeah. He had a really good team that had an okay year. Mm-hmm. I think that most everyone had them on the last group getting in. The fact they didn't, and I know that they're on that roster, that you know, bubble, in case some yeah. team gets COVID. Right. But I mean, ah, coach, you know I'm a UK fan, but I, I feel for you because I, I think you got to drive to make it through the first couple rounds. But yeah. anyway, so yeah, we're all a little, little bit of pain this year. A little bit of funk here yeah. <laughs> during March, which is very unusual for us. But it does turn out that as you're going through that process of figuring out your bracket, seeing who's left to analyzing all these teams, it might actually teach us something about our investing. We were mm-hmm. talking about this this week in prepping yeah. for this show, John. It's so true in how we pick who we think is going to win and lose. It is kind of the same as like stock picking. You know, I really looked at this and kind of figured out what are the things that, you know, make us as even just as human beings, what makes us get excited, what makes us go down, You know, how do we feel like we've succeeded? Where do we feel like those losses happen? Mm -hmm. And what I've just exposed is just the emotional quandary that we go through, right? Right. Just as human beings. The amazing thing is, is Jennifer, when we started talking about this, I realized, yes, the exact same way that I just approached this basketball season is often the exact same way we approach investing in the market. (laughs) So Jennifer, here's the ones I'm going to draw. Number one, drama, emotions. I always tell my kids, so I got an 11-year-old, uh, Maddie, who is fabulous, and six-year-old Allie, both little girls, so wonderful, but they are emotional little beasts. And I always say, <laughs> save your drama for your mama, because 
I can't hear all that right now. <laughs> Poor Janelle. And I laugh about that. But you know, that drama that happens is part of our lives. It's not a male or female thing. It's just, it's how it goes. Right. But the more you watch college basketball, believe me, those play-in games are probably more exciting than some of those those final games. Yes. Even. But the drama, the more you watch this stuff, the more dramatic it gets for us. <laughs> I mean, I remember, I remember watching Pitchnoggle. What was his name? Something Pitchnoggle. Pitchnoggle. Drop all these three-pointers on Louisville is probably 15 years ago during the tournament. And I, he played for West Virginia, if you remember this. Bobby Huggins finally came back to West Virginia. Okay. And Jared Pitchnoggle, Billy Jack Pitchnoggle. That sounds better. I'm, a, I'm just going to call him. <laughs> Billy Jack. Hey, listen. Hey, if you're out there, Pitchnoggle. I'm sorry, man. I just don't remember your name. So Billy Jack Pitchnoggle. <laughs> I think he hit like 11 three-pointers in a row. I think he set the, if I remember right, I think he set the West Virginia record for three-pointers done in a college tournament, basketball tournament. Amazingly enough, Louisville ended up winning that ball game. Crazy. Now, do you know, Jennifer, why I remember that game? Why is that? It was March Madness. Mm -hmm. It was craziness all caught on screen. But that was when I just first started dating my wife, Tennille. Oh, okay. So the drama, the emotions, they all come in all at the same time. Uh -huh. Now, how much emotion did you show during this game with someone None. you're newly dating? Zero. Okay. Okay. No, I was at Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings. I grabbed a pint of water or something <laughs> and may have ingested that and probably paid little attention to her. Although every single time that Pitch Snoggle wasn't hitting threes, I was across the room paying attention to her quite Seriously. Anyway, no, but, but they, it's emotional, right? It's an emotional connection. But how is that any different of a disconnect between how we invest in our life savings? Whether it means we were a GE lifer and we've got that GE stock and we just don't want to let it go. No matter how it performs or, or maybe it's Yum or maybe it's Ford or maybe it's UPS, right? All those things that become emotional quandaries. And the more we watch it, the more we stare at that stuff, the more it gets in our psyche, whether or whether or not is a great choice for our investments or for our life. Now, I can honestly tell you that my wife ended up being the best choice that I've ever made. Of course. In any of these kind of things. And I, and I mean that very honestly. And it's, it's this time of year that always makes me think about that. But the drama is real, Jennifer. That's the biggest thing. So you want to make sure that you pay attention, just like you do to the, to the basketball games, how we behave and how we feel afterward, right? Do we have resolve? Because when it comes to our life savings, if we're investing with that same emotion, that same passion, when things are going great, man, they're going great. But when they're not, sometimes that's what ends our tournament, right? Mm -hmm. We just want to make sure that we don't end the tournament before we even have a chance to retire. So that's one of the first things I would say is the drama is a big one. So here's another thing, Jennifer, I think we can learn from basketball tournaments in general. It's not about being perfect. Do you know that Warren Buffett used to put up a million dollars? Have you got your bracket exactly yeah, right? Yeah, I don't think he's done that the last couple of years, obviously. But well, yeah, right. how cool. Berkshire Hathaway's had to make some money. And they have. <laughs> but yeah, he hadn't done that. But here's the reason why he was willing to put that up, guys. Do you know what it takes to get your bracket exactly right? Oh, what are the chances here? Hmm. No, here's the, here's the crazy thing. I had to look this up. No, for real. I'm a math guy and I had to look this of up. Of course you are. You have a one in nine quintillion. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. I did not say cotillion, which is what young ladies used to do when they were of the noble class and they were going to a dance back in the day. Not a cotillion. Nine quintillion. This is one followed by 18 zeros. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, and, and so just, so just so you know, guys, you're going to be able to impress a lot of people out there if you tell them this. So, ladies and gentlemen, there was a one in nine quintillion chance 
of getting that bracket exactly right. <laughs> I'm out. No, it's not well, that's the me. whole thing. So if we were thinking about investing in this exact same standpoint, what is there the chance that you pick everything that's exactly right and not just one year for 25 or 30 years of retirement, Jennifer? Right. That's oh. the whole point. Mm-hmm. It is impossible. It probably less than a one in nine quintillion chance right. that every single investment you picked was the Midas touch, right? Where everything was gold. Chances are we're probably going to screw some stuff up. <laughs> Hopefully we get back on track, right? right? But the whole point is, is that this is what helps us understand why we need diversification. So a lot of us, we would say, oh man, I get one shot to print out this bracket and get it exactly right. But when it comes to investments, it should be a consistently moving number. We should always be looking, what is the smart thing to do now? Jennifer, I'm going to talk about one more thing today, because we talked about drama, dealing with emotions. We've talked about how everyone wants to get the bracket exactly right, but that is not going to happen for anyone, right? For anyone. And here's the last one, past performance. And this is the year I'm going to talk about past performance because of exactly who's not in the tournament. (laughs) Number three, past performance does not guarantee the future. As a matter of fact, if I said, hey, when was the last time that Kentucky, Louisville, and Duke, none of those three were in the tournament? Hmm. Jennifer, any ideas? Oh, it's had to be decades. Decades, right? It was. 1976 was the last time that Duke, Kentucky, and Louisville, all three, were not in the tournament. (laughs) You know how long ago that was? It was over 43 years ago. 43 years. So if we were looking at the basketball tournament like we did our investments, what are we typically looking for? We're looking for the things that have had a really good 10-year track record, 15-year track record, 25-year track record. You would have to go back 43 years to find a year like this year in relation to basketball. Hmm. So if we were to ask you last year, what are the chances of UK, Louisville, and Duke not being in the tournament? The majority of us would say, zero chance, Jennifer. Right. Zero chance, Jennifer. There is no way. It's our year. Impossible. Not going to happen. No, one of those teams are probably going to win it all. But that would have been wrong. So we have to look at that and understand that just because the past has done one thing, that does not guarantee anything for future results. And I'm going to give a very important example here. Bonds going forward may be the most unattractive things in all of our portfolios if interest rates keep rising. Okay. So it's very important we understand this. So here's a little bit of meat for a moment. So I know we're talking about basketball and investments, but if you said, hey, what team is going to make it in the tournament? We would have had an idea. This is no different than saying, hey, bonds deserve a spot in my portfolio. I don't know. Looking at things right now as we go forward, bonds might be the most unattractive investment in every one of our portfolios if interest rates keep rising over the next three, five, ten years. So the question is this, what do we do about it? What can we do about it? What should we do about it? Well, number one, you shouldn't do anything unless you have a long-term game plan, right? Unless you have a written investment policy statement that suggests what you should change, you should not. But that makes it that much more important that that written investment policy statement goes back more than just 10 years. Hmm. 43 years ago was the last time Louisville, Kentucky, and Duke didn't make it to the tournament. But it just happened. And now it got real. So what might happen over the next 10 years? So we have to be aware of that. If bonds are the worst thing in your portfolio, you need to learn bond alternatives. You need to learn bond strategies. How do you ladder out of them? What can you do to hedge your downside risks? Because amazingly enough, a basketball tournament is just one thing. Hopefully you don't bet a bunch of money on it, right? (laughs) But when it comes to your life savings, can you afford for that bet to not pay off if you weren't aware of it? 
Thanks for listening. Want more from John? Find us online at retirementsolutionradio.com. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Jay Hagen Capital is a registered investment advisor. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. Jay Hagen Capital Incorporated is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuities offered through John Hicks. Kentucky Insurance License Number 99882. 